everyone, and welcome to episode 16 of Film Music Nerds. I'm your host, Teresa Newman, and today we're going to be talking about Clive Barker's Candyman. And if you haven't checked out our earlier episodes this week, for Halloween 2020, we're going to be doing one horror film score per day. So make sure you subscribe to the channel and you'll get updates on every new episode that I upload this month. If you're new to the show, welcome. This is normally a longer format, but for this month, we're going to be doing shorter episodes so that we can watch as many movies together as possible. Uh, What I would suggest is if you listen to the episode first and then go back and watch the movie after, I think it's a more well-rounded experience. You'll know what to listen for. If you're more of a, a music or film music novice, you will, I think, be guided in the right direction about what to pay attention to. And um, I think it'll be a learning experience for you. So our movie for today is Clive Barker's Candyman, released in 1992. Um, This score was composed by Philip Glass and the film was directed by Bernard Rose. I'm going to give you a quick summary of the plot. Skeptical graduate student Helen Lyle befriends Anne-Marie McCoy while researching superstitions in a housing project on Chicago's near north side. From Anne-Marie, Helen learns about the Candyman, a knife-wielding figure of urban legend that some of her neighbors believe to be responsible for a recent murder. After a mysterious man matching the Candyman's description begins stalking her, Helen comes to fear that the legend may be all too real. This film is undoubtedly one of the most terrifying pieces of 90s monster gore, centering on themes of racial and class inequity, gentrification, urban legend, and mental illness. There are several people that need to be taken into consideration before doing an accurate analysis of this film score. First of all, Clive Barker is kind of a late 90s, early or early 90s, uh, late 80s horror film God, if you will, even though he only had a few really successful, successful franchises under his belt. Clive Barker, the writer of Candy Band, is famous already for his creation of the Hellraiser and Nightbreed horror franchises at the point of Candyman's cinematic release. Candyman is a more humanized plot set with real-life struggles, but the style, pacing, and gore are very similar to his earlier work um, on Hellraiser. His work with Christopher Young on the score to Hellraiser would be a precursor to Christopher Young's basically dominating most of the horror film score genre in the 2010s. And he set a new standard for sound in the genre uh, leading up to present day. Now, apparently Clive Barker has a history of working with trendsetting composers in film because Philip Glass was already in 1992 not only famous for his minimalistic work in classical music circles, but also made a name for himself in film scoring at this point. He's now considered one of the masters of the genre alongside John Williams and Hans Zimmer. That being said, this is one of my least favorite horror film scores of all time, and I guess I'm going to be giving away my review too early, but... This is purely because I personally am not a fan of Philip Glass's compositional style in general and never too keen on any of his film scores, regardless of the genre. 
But Philip Glass fans of the world rejoice because this score is what I would call a textbook example of Philip Glass work um, with his classic ostinati and traditional chord progressions and orchestration. Um, if that's what you're into, then this is going to be a favorite score of yours in horror film. So that being said, the score does accomplish one really fascinating thing objectively, (laughs) putting all opinions aside. Whether this was intentional or unintentional, as I like to say often, um, much of the music throughout the movie could be considered classical era compositional style or similar to the style and orchestration of Mozart or Beethoven. And you can hear this right away in Helen's theme, originally introduced as a piano solo with this Alberti bass in the left hand and this really melancholy melody in the right hand. If one takes into consideration the film's overarching theme of racial inequity and gentrification, the use of highbrow classical era musical themes only acts to make the audience perceive that social divide between the characters at Cabrini Green and Helen and her academic friends and the police and basically everyone else. So the music is a tool of gentrification outside of everything else in the plot and the setting and and everything. Glass also utilizes a lot of choral settings and synth instruments. His decision to sub MIDI sounds when he could have used real instruments could possibly be because the the synth sound in general was very popular in the late 80s and early 90s horror film score genre, but also just popular in pop pop music and rock music in this time period. Outside of this reason, it's hard to imagine why this choice was made, because it really, in my opinion, cheapens the sound of the final product in a way that only sounds thin, artificial, and kind of tin can-ish. At times, even the choir sounds as if it's coming from a synthesizer, although it's hard to tell because of such heavy layering of synth and real sounds. Helen's theme is used incessantly and in full, and with roughly the same setting and style with little variation every time it's introduced. Also very classic to Glass's style. The entire score is rhythmically repetitive as well. The film has a fairly distinct film noir style, and and it could be possible that Philip Glass was also trying to reflect an artistic rendition of traditional early 20th century horror films through sound. This score is a matter of personal taste, I believe. It does present some interesting sonic imagery and symbolism, but unfortunately, it takes a little too much scholarly investigation and analysis to get there. And it's difficult to tell whether or not Clive Barker or Philip Glass meant for it to be symbolic or if it was just an empty artistic artistic gesture. I'm giving this score a 5 out of 10. The music definitely doesn't ruin the movie. It is not only important in the genre, but terrifying and well-made, but it doesn't add enough to the experience for it to be a standout work. Helen's theme is a lovely melody that remains a relatively popular piece of work on horror film music playlists everywhere, but Philip Glass, I think, 
deserves some credit for that, at least. (laughs) That's it for today. Thanks for tuning in for today's episode of Film Music Nerds. Uh, Make sure you join tomorrow as we continue our one movie a day horror film screening analysis and review. Find Film Music Nerds on Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud and subscribe to the show so you can keep up with all the latest content posted. Happy spooky movie screenings and see you tomorrow.